Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Previously, we discussed two different segments about games. We wanted to do a third segment about different games that I thought about and saw and did a little more research about to help suggest different games to help with children that might have difficulties, especially in the fine motor area. The Game of Life is a really great game that I, I played with growing up. It has a spinner that's really good for the wrist and the finger movement. It also has tiny cars that I grew up with using and tiny, tiny pegs that have to go into the holes of the car. And that can be difficult at first, but really a good skill to be able to manipulate those little pieces into the hole, especially good fine motor work type of activities. Then there's a game called Battleship. Battleship is really great. They have to remember, though, when playing with the kid, they have to remember that they're the attacker and the attackee. The white pieces and the yellow pieces, or whatever colors you might have in your game, they have to remember to put the pieces when they're attacking, if they hit or miss, and if they're being attacked when they get hit or when they get missed by those missiles, by those pieces in the game. It's little pieces. It's good to get it into those holes of the game. And the the ships themselves are also very textured interestingly and they're also very good to put into the board itself so that's battleship there's a pegboard as well that's really good that could be found on amazon or what have you wherever you go shopping a lot of times it's a, a fine motor game people don't know about it's a it's really a task as opposed to a game but similarly able to be used and the, there's these plastic pegs that can be held with the tripod grass with those two fingers opposite the thumb the the pointer and the middle finger opposite the thumb and that could be placed into different holes in the pegboard itself there's also a feed the monkey slash feed the rabbit game that i've actually used a lot it's basically a game where there's a barrel and there's a picture of a monkey or a rabbit in front of the barrel and there's a big hole of the monkey or rabbit's mouth and then there's a, a, a plastic tweezers or rubber tweezers or tongs depending on how you look at the instrument that you have to grab the little rubber carrots or little rubber bananas, depending on which game you're using. You grab it with those tongs, tweezers, using a good grasp of those fingers, those tripod grasp, ideally. And then you grab the, the carrot or you grab the monkey, you put it through the mouth, you drop it into the barrel, and then they repeat, repeat. It's, there's a lot of pieces, but it's a really good game to work on that skill. Scrabble is also a really good game. Scrabble, obviously, when you make the different words using the different letter values, every letter has a different point system, so they all get to add up the points. You can have them write the words as well, which we talked about in the past, to make these different words within the game itself. And the, the tiles are a very nice small size for those little hands, especially when dealing with children. We're a very hands-on profession here in occupational therapy land, so we like to give a lot of hands-on games, a lot of nice fine motor games that involve these components, especially if there are small pieces. Hungry Hippos is a really great game, a classic game. A lot of kids you'll see bang so much out of that game, but really that's not so necessary. And really it could be done with a nice movement of the fingers, the index finger and the middle finger, if you want to get a few more fingers to get power. In general, the thumb, the pointer, and the middle finger are the fingers that give the most power. And the, the fourth finger and the little pinky finger is the finger that gives the precision movement. So when you use a hammer, for example, the strength comes from those top three fingers. And if you held a hammer ever with your fourth and pinky finger, you'll realize there's really no power or really no strength that comes from that kind of a movement. So these three fingers are very strong and powerful fingers, and we want them to be as precise as those other two. The other two don't give the strength, but they give the stability and they give the precision. So getting those fingers to all work together would be great. So here in Hungry Hippos, Use those three fingers instead of banging so hard out of the wrist or out of the 
other whole hand as a whole. Operation is a really great game. That involves a very precise, fine movement. The pieces, the objects, the items are really little, and the holes are also pretty little. And the tweezers they give you, or the tongs, depending on how you look at the item, is a great tool. It has to be held well. It can't be held in a, in a whole wrist or a whole fist. That'll never get you the fine movement you need. You need those three fingers that we're talking about. And they go for the item, and they grab the item, they pick up that item, and they try to drop off that item. But beware, it can buzz. That buzzing is very intense. I can attest to that. I've played it with and without the buzzing. I really would love to always play the game without the buzzing, but obviously the buzzing gives a very good feedback as well, and they know if they're doing a good job or not as well. So that game operation is great. Chess and checkers is really good too. Checkers would be better to start before chess. Chess has a lot more rules and a lot more pieces with very detailed orientation to them. So checkers is similar to Connect Four in the fact that they're a similar type of piece and they could learn the rules of how to move those pieces around before moving on to chess one day, hopefully, with all those rules. But from a tactile perspective, the chess pieces are really nice in different formulations and feel different and have all these different shapes and sizes to get used as well. Kerplunk is a very cool game, if I'm thinking of the right one, with the marbles and the little sticks that have to be taken out and try not to move the marbles, but that's a very small, very intense little object to be moved. In, in general, since we're such a hands-on profession, we like to do things that are very good fine motor bases, as we mentioned before. So these are all little games trying to think of that. Blocus is very cool also. It has a lot of big pieces and a lot of little pieces. There are different colors. You have to match the piece within the same color, and it has to touch only the corner of a previous piece. So it can't be like side by side. That wouldn't work. And then you have to get to the middle of the board. You can play with one kid, two kid, three kids. It's a good game as well. Othello I haven't played in a long time, but those are also small little pieces that could be flipped and moved, and I think the board itself also feels nice and small. Moncala I played recently. That involves, um, it's sort of like beads, sort of like gemstones, very smooth, very nice finish, very nice texture. That could be very helpful for kids as well. They might like how that feels, how smooth it is and glassy and glossy it is. And the board that I have is a wooden board, which is also nice, smooth, surface to play with and that could be a great game as well. Backgammon I was never really great with but it's nice to have little pieces as well to be used as long as you know the rules go for it. That's a great game as well. There's a game called Let's Go Fishing which uh, Melissa and Doug has which is a really good uh, company as well. They're very good with fine motor stuff. I've mentioned them in the past about ADL vests, activities of daily living vests, but they make so many good things and they're all like wooden and handcrafted. They're very pretty, a little expensive sometimes, but really nice things. So this one is pieces that have a magnet on it and then there's like a fishing rod with a, a lengthy pole that has the magnet on it and the kid has to stabilize the, the fishing rod in order to get it to perfectly match up to the piece and there's a magnet, and that's a really nice fine motor skill. It's good for patience and working on sequencing and following directions and the like, especially if you're going to play it waiting turns as well. In general, there's a fruit salad game, a fruit sorting game from Learning Resources is the company. This comes with the tongs tweezers, depending on how you look at it again, and the rubber fruit pieces. They have to assort... They have to sort the salad pieces, basically, the fruit pieces into different sections and different colors, and that's also really great, similar to the Feed the Monkey game that we spoke about before. 
Mousetrap was a great game growing up also, and Labyrinth also has nice small pieces as well. And that's a really good game as well to use. And just a few last games to talk about, and then we might talk fine motor in the future, other ideas. Marbles are really nice to play with as well, especially if you can make a nice little game board out of it. And there's also Rush Hour is a really good one. Rush Hour has nice little pieces for mimicking what a truck looks like or a car looks like or mimicking what a, a longer type of car might look like. And they have to manipulate the pieces following what the board would look like to get one car out. Usually it's the red car, sometimes it's the ice cream truck, sometimes it's a police car, depending on what you're looking for, depending on which version of the game you're playing. But that allows you to get the piece out and manipulate the pieces and it goes from easy to hard so it's really good for all different ages and if you're looking for a gross motor game the twister game is really nice as well that involves a whole body and following the colors and giving nice heavy work nice heavy input which is very good for the proprioceptive sense and Pictionary we mentioned before is similar to charades we mentioned in a previous podcast so thank you for listening any suggestions comments or questions please send them to maximumtee at yahoo.com you have been listening to ot talk with mr t this is your host mr t